Quest episode 226. I am your totally awake and not tired at all host, Mike Apps, AK Wheels, and with me as always. New Mike, same bad opinions, David McBurney, Fanboy Master. <laughs> and uh, calling in from Japan, uh, Michael Baker, Gaijima no Gitari. So, yeah, the, the uh, coherence of my. Uh, uh, of how much you can hear me say my bad opinions may change, but the bad opinions remain. Sweet. How is everything? Uh, I apologize for posting two episodes in the same day. I just wanted to get caught up, dear listeners. And I was wondering about that. Yes. It was like, I'm backed up. I'm just going to edit these both and just get them up. So we're caught up. I'll I can try and get back on track. Yes. And the other one, Daytona. Strikes me as fundamentally immoral, but yes, unfortunately. So I used to do like a local recording when we streamed because that made sense. But since doing like the dual stream, trying to do two streams and a local recording at the same time um, seemed likely to murder my computer. You want me to do a local recording? Yeah, it might it might not be a bad idea, but yeah. Yeah, I'll try doing that next week. This week's probably yeah. But yeah, so I've had to, like, I just download the stream, and obviously since I often do things before and after the actual podcast, um, it's not always the best way to do it. Yeah, Wheels of the Lunatic? We'll go with that one. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Comments on Daytona or Binding of Daytona, which sounds like a horrible sequel. does. Mm -hmm. I could not think of any pun. And also... Yes, the descriptions for those episodes are intentionally incredibly generic. It's, bas it's basically saying, basically saying, I don't remember what we talked about. Here's an episode. <laughs> okay, so there's there's no uh, no new questions there. Yes, we do have a question from Discord. First, we should do our traditional what we've been playing. Yes. What have you been playing? Well, I'm still on the Outer Worlds. I Yay. have recently I've recently landed on Monarch and I'm currently seeing how many different quests I can both start and finish before I actually leave Stellar Bay. Uh, there's quite a few. There's a lot of them. Yep. You to remember which place Monarch actually is. That's the moon that has been interdicted for actually allowing its employees to have unions. <laughs> At least uh, that seems to be the reason why. I have not actually heard a straight answer as to why the entire moon has been cordoned off and all trade has been stopped for 10 years. Despite the incredibly deleterious effects to the rest of the system's e um, economy. We're all concerned about the next quarter, and that's what matters. Uh, isn't yeah. isn't the monarch monarch the one infested with like bug monsters or something, or is that a different planet? Bug monsters, acid yes. spitting lizards. Okay. Yes, it's also the one. source of the. It's also the source of the fish that the first area needs to keep the cannery running, except that they haven't had a source for ten years because the entire moon's been isolated. So <laughs> that's why, first region of the game is sinking into inevitable dystopia. Nice. Uh, so there are two different routes you can take to get to like the city on Monarch. Did you get to travel directly there, or did you have to take the long road? Oh, I'm at the first spaceport right now. I haven't actually gone to the second place yet. But was it like a place with people there, or was it like off in the middle? Of... Place with people. Okay. See, I had to go off from like the middle of nowhere. I had two options for Stellar yeah. Bay. Yeah. Um, but I also got the Stellar Bay key before I went. Yep, I did not. GG wheels. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, I for had forgotten it was possible to not get that. Yeah. Didn't try anyway. It was a long road. Just put it that way. Lots the of longest shortcut. Lots of bug lizard things uh blizzards if you will 
on the plus side, you probably had some really good levels by the time you got to town. Yep, it's true. But yeah, so that's, that's, that sounds like that's going pretty well. Yep. Debatably well for the people on Monarch, but well. <laughs> Still enjoying, I presume? Yeah. You managed to pick up all the other party members on uh, Space Station whose name's escaping me. Grandbreaker? Sure. I've got, I got two characters off of there. Fair enough. I don't know if there are any others available. Uh, the kid that loves the imaginary sport. Not imaginary sport, I'm sorry. The made-up sport. Possible? Yeah. You mean Felix, the one who gives you his res... He reads his resume off, um, off of his hand because he's so worried about forgetting it. Yes, that one. That's the one. Yeah. There were some very funny comments from my companions when he was doing that. <laughs> I especially like like um, all of the all of the prompts from you for um, during this conversation are some variation on either turn him down, just say yes already, or let's let's see how long he can keep this up. <laughs> oh man, the writing You're in really the game is so good. Far, man. So good. He's, he's actually really good for damage. So. Um. Oh yeah, there's no one I would turn. So have you gotten the the companion that was already on the spaceship? Um, you mean Ellie? Nope. On your ship. You can get a... There is someone on there already. Really? Yes. Where oh. are they hiding? Uh, I think they are in a closet. And I think you have to get parts to um, repair them. What could it be? What could it be? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm have to go back and check that at some point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Outer Worlds is good. I'm excited that they actually already greenlit a seat. Yeah. That was one of the, say, a 3-2020 thing or something? Although I'm kind of sad because I'm guessing that one may not end up on Switch like this one. Not show up on anything. Yeah. But I'm glad that it's happening. Unless it's in. Then again, there's always a chance it could be like just more using the same engine and, you know, maybe, but. There's a, there's a website for it that says coming to Xbox Series X. Okay. Game Pass and Windows 10 PCs. Okay, so then probably not. But that's fine, as long as it exists. Uh, I'm just very glad because that kind, of, that kind of RPG is actually kind of rare now. Yeah. Especially because like, a lot of the low budget and the Western RPG got turned into their uh, state throwbacks. Yeah, a little not too many too of those. Oh, I forgot to check to see if Phil vacated the RP Gamer channel. I can check that, and the answer is no. Okay. Hey. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Wheels, what have you been playing? Uh, I have been playing uh, Tales of Arise, which I didn't think I was going to be able to do because I got the collector's edition, and many of those have been delayed. Um, you got lucky? But they sent out digital codes to everyone with a delayed shipment. Okay, that's pretty cool. I'm not yeah. So I was able to play it um, on launch day, and it is really freaking good. Um, that said, it is still a Tales game. Um, while uh, I think there's a lot of niceties that will could potentially bring more people into the series. Um. I was still like thrown lots of JRPG jargon immediately at the beginning of the game, and um, yeah, despite the the pretty the fresh new coat of paint, it is very much a Tales game. Um, but I mean, so far, so far so good. It's been um, 
Uh, it, 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 there hasn't been like a lot of excessive talking. They've gotten to lots of fights and just moving the game along and teaching me the systems quickly. So that's good. Um, I think we talked a lot about in the past about the Tails combat systems in general and how they can make them better. And mm-hmm. like the whole idea of moving away from magic points or technical points or whatever the hell they used to call them. They called them TP. TP because it made it made combat less interesting because you had to just use your regular attacks and conserve your etc. Blah blah blah. In general, you can actually branch off from your regular attacks. Right. So you know, Tales of Graces had a nice way of doing that. Basically, the entire Destiny remake branch of the franchise. Yes. I was gonna say um, Tales of Frogs did that too. They had to CP instead. Command. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like uh, CC or CP was what uh, most of the Tales of Destiny remake branch of the franchise switched to, where you had a much more difficult, like you had a gauge that would uh, refill as you stopped making attacks, but there was also ways to extend it from within a combo, so yeah. it's a more interesting freeform thing. Uh, so this this battle system seems to be kind of a nice mix of all the good ideas so you have your regular attacks which you can string like a few together mm-hmm. uh and then you have like i forget what the points are called but like uh right you start with like three and those those use like your skills which so you can combo like three of them together and then you just have to Wait for them to refresh, which I think they refresh quicker when you're using your regular attacks. And yeah, um, so you can do. Is there like operating on individual cooldowns or not? Individual same skill multiple times. You can use the same skill multiple times. So you can. Okay. And they're the main character starts with like a skill to launch characters in the air, and then there's a specific skill. There's this like specific aerial skills too, so you can launch and then combo and air skills and stuff like that and Mm. uh, those points are also used for healing healing skills although there is a separate point system for healing skills which i kind of like because it's it's a nice kind of middle ground between okay you know you have a limited amount of some sort of point system so you can't just heal to full all the time and you know you kind of have to conserve that to some extent yes but that's that those points aren't used by any of your attacks so you can still have a fun and engaging combat system where you don't have to worry about that it's just that you have to play well if you want to right and there's also there's also like a nice dodging mechanic in this as well and i feel like there's there's more opportunity to like dodge damage than you'd normally get in the Tales game, so that's nice. And the other nice thing about the, I think they call them cure points or something, is if you get wiped in battle instead of uh, something really bad happening, it just uses up some of those points and you end up like right where you got into that battle, and you can mm-hmm. kind of just continue on. I presume uh, you get a game over if you have if you don't have any. I forget what it said happens if you're out of points, but uh, that's that's nice. So, I mean, still pretty early on, but on the whole, it feels like they've taken a lot of kind of the different ideas of the Tales games in recent years and kind of forged the series forward in a very, very good direction. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. Um, so far, as far as like exploring and stuff like that, it's been kind of linear areas that are very nice looking. Um, and kind of, you know, you see enemies on the screen, you walk up to them and it switches to the combat. So that's pretty standard. And there's like skits. Um, Apparently you can pause those now. <laughs> the skits? I haven't seen yes. that, but it's, it's probably the I was case. told by another friend who's playing, yeah. yes, you can pause those now. And the skits seem a little more animated now, which is nice. So, uh, I mean, my overall impression so far has been very positive. Like, the animations and the look of the game are very good. Uh, the story, while very JRPG-y, is still pretty good so far. With a lot of recognizable and good voice actors. So, uh, it's, it's looking good. Um, it's... 
definitely feeling like it's going to be one of the the higher tier Tales games. Um, interested but, in that because I have not played a Tales game in six and a half years, basically. Yeah, I missed the last two, Zestiria and Berseria. Yeah, uh, I so. played Zestiria, but then like I picked up the Vesperia Definitive Edition and then got bored like two hours and did not finish. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've played a single console-based Tales game in over a decade. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah. but... Of course, I didn't. I played all the awful DS ones, so... Well. You didn't even play the good DS one. It was weird. I did play all of them, actually. Oh, you, played you played Hearts? Hearts? Okay, good. Oh, yeah, I played Hearts before um, before Innocence. Oh, that's what you mean by then. Oh, good, 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 good. Okay, ones. good. Is like, I, I even referenced this in the review for Innocence, like, after playing The Good, The Bad, and The Froggy, I got the mediocre. Yeah, Innocence was a very much a game that was like, we can make a normal Tales game for the DS, it doesn't have to be The Tempest, but then, like, they didn't have a second objective beyond it be just a very generic Tales game. Yeah. I, I just remember Tempest be and thinking they should have actually made it, like, twice as long to have a better story. It's super weird to hear, like, Tempest is, like, bizarre just because it's like, oh, a Tales game that's too short. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it the way it ends, it feels like the first quarter of the story. Oh, yikes. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you so have the big adventure and you beat a, uh, a particular level of boss and then the main character and the heroine go off into the sunset in a boat and then huh. discover a new area. And when it's specifically mentioned that other continents are having a similar monster problem to the one that is currently plaguing your area, and you get rid of the thing that's causing the problem in your area, you have to assume there's more to it. Yeah, it sounds like they wanted to make a sequel, and then the reaction was so venomous that they were like, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you applied this particular plot, um, this, uh, Outline, plot outline to a Dragon Quest template, this probably would have been like one quarter to one third of the way through the game. Yeah. Yeah. And that means that for a Tales of the would also be one Yeah. Of course, it, it doesn't help that the game design itself is awful. Um, massively awful on many different levels. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, thankfully, Arise is not So. <laughs> I'm tempted by it. I'm sure I'll pick it up. I, mean, I, I tend to rate Tales games by how long it takes me to switch to the auto battle feature and stick with it. Mm -hmm. And Tempest, I spent almost half that game on autopilot. Which is impressive because that's only like, that means that you <laughs> spent like seven hours out of a 15 hour game. Like that. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I mean, even the, the main character's special transformation ability, I could never get it to work because the the necessary, um, like the uh, criteria for getting it to activate, never actually happened. Hmm. Might be me Is trying to get summon off. Yeah. yeah. So, so outside of a few, uh, outside of a few plot battles where he had to use it, I never saw that ability. Yeah, that that just reminds me of trying to get a summon off in Chrono Cross, which was something that I spent that I made like an activity in my life because making that happen naturally is impossible. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Um, the wheels have been playing Tales of Arise. Anything else? Um, it's just a little Monster Hunter stories, but I mean that that's about it. Tales of Arise kind of took up a lot of my role-playing game time when I could get on the Series X. It wasn't being used for Fortnite. Mm -hmm. Not you by have... me, I mean. Not by me. Yeah, no, I was going to say, you have children. Yes. Can't believe you didn't boot them to the Switch to play for. <sighs> yeah. Uh... So, Tales of Rise happening. Uh, as for me, I have not been playing any RPGs recently because I have been playing uh, No More Heroes 3. It's going well. Uh, Are there any heroes left? Uh, you misinterpreted the title. Um, <laughs> oh, is it No, comma, More Heroes? 
No, it was not. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I've been I've been sending friends. Like one of the things that happened between the boss fight is uh, Travis and his best friend having a debate about the merits of a different Takashi Miike film. And uh, so the most recent boss fight I finished was so I described it to some friends in another in the Discord. Travis and Bishop just had a debate about whether Mike respected or had even read the original Terraformers manga when he made the movie, and whether that matters. Mm -hmm. so Which still, movie? Uh, Terraformers. I mean, oh, the movie for Terraformers. Or... Yeah, made the one made by Takashi Mike. Oh, okay, it's that much different from the manga? Yeah, they were, like, I, I have not seen it, but the only thing I can say is that they were debating uh, whether Mike respected the original work, whether he had ever read it, and whether... <laughs> it's, uh... still exceptionally uh, a suit of the one game. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing. I've watched a friend play a bit of Neo The World Ends with you. Made me more eager to get into that. Nice. Yeah, that's. I saw the that is on my short mechanic. list too. Yeah, I saw the core mechanic of like what special sight that the player character has, and the way that it's immediately used and introduced, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> and I will say no more because it should be experienced without context, as it was intended. <laughs> yeah, very excited to dig into that once I've finished. No more. Got a lot on my plate, so have not uh, Oh, oh, we do need to actually discuss a piece of news that is relevant to an ongoing obsession of this uh, podcast. The next oh, Adelaide game leaked. Oh. That bit of news. Uh, yeah. Sophie 2? Yeah, Sophie 2 wasn't expecting that. But why? Yeah. I mean... Oh, no. I mean, she, she's not. She's not my least favorite Atelier heroine. I mean, honestly, the thing I liked the least about that game's story was the villain, just because he was kind of suddenly there. Mm -hmm. And the the two little things that were, I mean, let's just say that the things that were conspiring to bring the villain around were so very obviously up to no good, because yeah. they only showed up at very specific points. Um, yeah. Um, the, the villain was the primary weakness of that game's plot, to be honest. So. Yeah, the, the thing that really threw me is that they made a fourth Arlen game, and now they're making a fourth Mysterious game, and they have skipped us. And that's the one that I keep saying they really need to put in a, make a new one. The, there is, like, obvious thematic openings to make a fourth one. And it was a good series that you could do more with, and then they skipped it. I mean, everything in that series works on fours, like four elements. Well, they've got earth, um, earth, sky, and uh, water, and they need fire, and they've yet to visit central, even mm -hmm. though like several characters keep mentioning it. Yeah, it, it feels weird that they just skipped it. Yeah. I keep saying they need to do Atelier Neo. Uh, maybe someday, though. Maybe someday. But yeah, apparently that's uh, that's what we're where we're at here. They're doing Sophie two. Uh, Meh. By the end of it, there might be more good games in the mysterious trilogy than confusing ones. So. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Okay. We all see. Yes. Oh, Wheels, I, I just found that other party member you were telling me about in oh, good. Outer Worlds. Yes. And I'm like, how did I miss this particular closet? It's fine, I almost missed him too. There's a lot of detail in that little shit. Yeah. Um, aside from a thousand times a pox on JC Servant for never stopping playing Wizardry, uh, the wizardry see. never ends. You can. 
It's called the save button. Oh. <laughs> but to uh, move on, let's hit the one question that might wake wheels up. The one from Discord. That's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah, the one from the one from Discord. Oh, sweet. Okay, read it. Read it. Read it up. Good friend, M3 says, We are going to see an update of the TCG game slash app for the Pokemon One. Uh, aware, a new app, something in between. What can they do better or add to make it more exciting? Um, so honestly, there's a lot because the Pokemon TCG app slash uh, program it's pretty old. Like I think that was out like before, like even Hearthstone and Shadowverse and or anything like that where it was a thing, and. Um, it wasn't really that much of a big deal when in-person Pokemon was, like, the way to go. But now... Now it's very much not the yeah. way to go. I mean, not not even just because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you look at things like Hearthstone and Magic, which are gaining a bigger, like, eSports presence. Um, for Pokemon to do the same thing, it really needs, like, an upgraded app. To, to do that because uh, the visual presentation on the current one isn't great. Like I said, it's pretty old, and you know, uh, uh, other games are a lot more visually appealing. Uh, so there's a lot they can do to improve that. And kind of the other big thing is, and you, you, I guess you can look at this both ways, positive and negative, is there's actually no way to spend money in the Pokemon TCG app. Oh yeah, you can only get cards by like essentially. Like yes. cards. You have to either buy real life cards or uh, basically win games or win tournaments in game to, to, to get the in game currency. Uh, which I guess for a thing that is played by lots of younger kids, you could see that as a good thing on the one hand, but on the other hand, it's also very annoying if you don't want to buy any physical product. Like a weed. Yes, like a Wheels who has to get free codes from his brother who play who collects the cards. Ah, you poor put upon man having yes. to get free codes. Yeah, but I mean, like, if I didn't have like a, a collector in the family, I'd have to just you know either buy specific cards from people on eBay or buy lots of physical packs that I don't want to buy. So. The real trick is to zoom in on an eBay auction and then snipe the card off before you buy. Yeah. I think uh, you might have pissed them off. <laughs> so, yeah, it kind of needs that. And I saw someone saying, like, it's missing some older formats as well. Just, like, it's it's not an ideal app. And I don't want to play Jungle Format. <laughs> I don't think there's a Sorry. lot, like... A lot... It's okay. I don't think there's a lot like good tournament-wise stuff in there. It just it needs a lot, and if they're basically doing a total revamp, uh, I would not be surprised. What do you get to play in cube format? I don't know. I only vaguely know what cube format is. <laughs> it's a form of drafts, but yeah, no, I I worked that out. Yeah, but yeah, that that app is old. It needs a lot of updates, and I don't think they can do that without just a total revamp. Just I'll revamp you. Um, so we'll see what comes of that, but I, I I would not be surprised at all for all the all the reasons previously previous mentioned. Like uh, obviously they're not doing bad at all. Like selling the card game because of collectors but if they want to like improve like people the the experience of people actually playing the card game i really think an up like update like this would be necessary and we'll get more people streaming it and we'll get more engagement for like um, um engaging viewership for like online tournaments and stuff like that and we'll do we'll be very good for moving the game forward um, 
which I would love to see because I think the actual game is in a very good place despite really annoying people buying out mm -hmm. all the cards just to collect them. Yes. yes, I am not going to hold back in being really annoyed by collectors, even my brother! <laughs> for, for buying tons of product and not actually playing the game. It really, really grinds my gears. But that, yeah, that's it. Let's let's move on to something else before I know, Pokemon I, get a reserve list. Before I complain about, uh, I'm trying to bait you and you're actively avoiding it. <laughs> Does it not already have a reserve list? I don't believe it. Okay, well here, well here's the thing too. Like, um, the unlike Mad, <laughs> unlike Magic, where like the older cards are. Some some of the older cards are stupidly overpowered. The old Pokemon cards are universally garbage, like total trash. Bring back Mox. And in fact, most most of the Pokemon cards worth money are absolute trash. Which I still find hilarious. Edition Charizard yeah. is worthless today. It was printed except yeah, like, back people want it badly. Yeah, like oh Charizard V Max. This card is utter trash. It's terrible. It's worth ungodly amounts of money. Yeah. Just like the real trash. Um, if the X Men will not fall by my hand, discount dragon for people who can't. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I wanted to hit some questions that we. Uh, skipped over for one reason or another. Okay. There's only a couple of them. Someone who has played games since this is question 35. As someone who has played games since 1980s, do you think there's a big difference between what was considered good back then and what's considered good? Uh, yeah. Yeah. A little, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just because what was good back then was what was the best available then and. The best available then is something that freelancers can make now, depending on the name and the period. There's so. also just like, uh, I, I would go further and say like what people want out of games has shifted a lot since the 80s. Uh, oh yeah. So I mean like you, the uh, dominant mode of a game being something that was one and done has really uh, become a niche. Partially just because games got more expensive, but I mean, in general, like, people want games that are bigger and longer and have a broader goal other than improvement at the game itself, which was still a fairly prevalent paradigm in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just the general, like, because, I mean, you go back to, it even depends on what part of the 80s you're looking at. If you're looking at the early 80s in particular, it's like, that these are unrecognizable as things people would spend a great deal of time or money with in this day and age, uh, outside of very deliberate acts. But uh, if you even look at the late 80s, it's like you see sort of the seeds of what modern games are, but like the attraction is very different in the same way that you look at like Zelda 1 and the attraction between that two players had to that versus many of the later games is very different. Oh, yes. Zelda 2 sucks. Unrelated. In any case, uh, since Wheels has just gone into full Pavlog's dog mode, uh, let's see. Uh, but yeah. Uh, like, in general, uh, while there are more... Uh, uh, there has been a return to the concept of a game that you only play for, say, 20 minutes of time. Those are now forever games that you play forever. <laughs> it's just that any given session is only 20 minutes. See, yeah. also, every time Wheels boots up Apex and this world. Um, and what? What? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, any, any of those is, you know... In some sense, it harkens back to those arcade games where it's just like 20 to 10 minutes on a quarter or whatever. It's like, now it's, I bought this, or I didn't even buy this, but uh, it's uh, something that I will pay for continuously through life and or 
bought skins. Uh, Gotta get those skins. Gotta get them. No, you don't. Um, do. So do. They're awesome, and they make me happy. It's like ringing a bell made those dogs salivate. Um, Speaking of DLC, I, I've been seeing some random gnashing, wailing and gnashing of teeth on Reddit concerning DLC for Tales of Arise. Any thoughts? They've uh, been doing this for like 10 years, and it sucks, but... It's just costumes. It's no, no, the booster. Oh, the booster. Oh, yeah. I don't like, care. Like, first day DLC that, care. like, um, increases the amount of money that you can get, or increases the frequency of skill point bonuses, uh. or increases your HP, something like that, and apparently these are, have been decoupled from each other, so it's no longer a bundle, it's separately. Separate purchases. Oh, that's a little... I feel like lame. the bigger issue I saw with it when I was reading about it was not so much that those exist, because, I mean, whatever, if the game's unbalanced, that'll become clear, and people don't seem to have that much of an issue with the balance. So much as the claim that I saw was that the game actually advertises these at you at the camp. Oh, that's, an, that's annoying. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. I haven't yeah, noticed that's that, though. Yeah. Maybe, they, maybe they'll eventually patch that out. Maybe they already have. That was the thing that I was looking at the Twitter feed someone who was reviewing it or had just reviewed it. I saw the costumes advertised, but I haven't seen anything else advertised. Anything? Yeah, advertisements in game for DLC are always kind of dicey. Uh, but like, if you're adver like advertising the booster, real, real, like you're getting real uh, on the edge of what will what will avoid losing my goodwill at that point. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard for me to look at those complaints seriously, even if there probably is certainly a reason to complain because people complain about DLC so much. Any kind of DLC, every yeah. kind of DLC. It, it's like so much uh, wheat can be lost with the chaff of people just rambling about how any addition to the game post-release is being is like money being robbed yeah. directly from them. Uh, That's cut content that should have been in the base game. I'm going to go scream at Akitoshi Kawazu right now. Watching <laughs> right now. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, and for the next actual question from this list. Which game has been in your collection for the longest time? Um, okay. Um, I think mine huh. is Final Fantasy Legend. It could... I was going to say Final Fantasy Legend 2 over here. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a copy of Game Boy Tetris, but I don't think it's my original copy of Game Boy Tetris. <laughs> so it's yeah. probably Final Fantasy Legend. And thing, most cause... of the others I had from that time period, I ended up selling back at one th time or another. Yeah, which is the one I still have. I think I have Mario Land as well, but I also I think that's also not my original copy. Meanwhile, I also have Mario Land, and I believe that is my original copy. Nice. So that is probably mine. I feel like Game Boy is a common theme here, probably because you yeah. could just keep playing Game Boy games up until yeah. thousands. Yeah, and I. Yeah. I feel pretty good about still having those because my parents apparently went through a lot of trouble to find them. So the fact that I still have them, I, I think, makes them happy. Mm. That said, Mario Land 3 still sucks. I don't have that, that Mario one. Land I have not played that in a long time. <laughs> Do not like any of the Wario Land games. No. I know the the first Wario Land game is the one that I actually did like. I didn't like any of the ones after that, but I, mm. I really did like Wario Land uh, the first one. It, it might also be like Wario Land one might have been because I didn't really understand how it worked. Uh, yeah, but when sense. I was, yeah. oh, say what? I was gonna say that that does make a bit of sense because it plays quite a bit differently from the previous two Mario Land games. Yeah, whereas with Mario Land, like, the other ones that I played, I was just like, oh, I just don't like this. <laughs> I was old enough to understand how it worked, I just didn't enjoy it. 
But it's okay, WarioWare is okay. Yes, WarioWare is wonderful. Should check out get it together at some point. Does that have online play? I believe so, yes. Okay. I wonder uh, what the title of that is in Japan, actually. Which one? Uh, WarioWare Get It Together, the new Switch one. You know, I could just check that right now. Yeah, I was thinking you would have the answer to this, or have the access mm. to the answer. Okay, let me see. Let's go to Famitsu. Okay. Let's see. Um, release schedule switch. Is it coming out soon? Or already uh, it's out? already out in America. Never mind. Okay, let's back this up. A uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's already out. Yeah. Oh, Nino Kuni 2 Switch is out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or not tomorrow, Friday. Well, wait, it's Thursday here now. Tomorrow. In the bed. <laughs> so it was this month? Or yeah, September 10th. September 10th. Um... Oh, let's go back here. Okay, I need to get a little less recent. 16th. 9th. Okay, let's go right here. Okay, this thing also lists all of the downloadable releases, so it's there's okay. a lot of things to go through here. Yeah, if you could get your Switch to communicate online, like I would actually just say, go look at the eShop and see what it calls it. Okay, never mind. I um, found it. Osusowakeiru. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? Let's go to Translate and... Uh, figure out what this verb is. A weird so, verb. <laughs> yeah. This means divide. Huh. More or less. I guess that's where get it together comes from. Although it feels, mm. it feels like the opposite. Mm. Although I guess the, it's implying that division has already occurred and that you're trying to fix that. Mm. Yeah, that was, that was mostly why I was curious about it, just because Get It Together is such a specific title that it feels like it must be uh, trying to communicate something specific uh, that might have also existed in Japanese title. I know, but in general, the Mario game titles tend to have much more interesting English um, subtitles. I remember the... The Mario and Luigi games all have way better titles than Oh, yes. I mean, I, I just remember laughing the first time I saw Bowser's Inside Story listed. Yeah, that one's that's, that's a good like pun. Perfect. I mean, it's not just that, but it's like, I mean, the, the Yoshi games, the Kirby games. Like, hmm. epic yarn. That was perfect. Oh, yeah, that one's really good. Yeah. And they're all so much better than the Japanese titles. It's very matter-of-fact, seemingly. Was Kirby's epic yarn just yarn Kirby? Keito no Kirby, yes. <laughs> yeah, just one of those things where it's like, oh, you just you just said what it was. I mean, I yeah. guess I get it. Yeah, we understand it. It's, it's just really it's just a bit boring. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wanted to make sure we got back to moved further into the list. I think we can maybe do one or two more. Okay. Uh, let's see. Which RPG has the highest number of different battle systems? Suikoden has three, for example. It's like the duels, the rock, paper, scissors duels, it has the uh, strategy battles, and it has the core battles. I mean, Saga Frontier 2 had similar things where it had the, the tr uh, traditional. Saga battle that had the strategic battles and then had the dual battles. Yeah, that felt like a thing that you saw a bit more on the uh, PS1, where it's just like, well, there's space to do something weird here, so we're going to. Yeah. As I think for... Saga Frontier 2 is the number one thing I can think of for that. 
so. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything with more than three. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite. Uh, I was going to say, it's hard to think of any with more than two. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite examples of uh, like companies doing this is in the Famicom. Uh, the company Culture Brain was obsessed with this concept. Mm-hmm. A bunch of the uh, Super Chinese games, uh, Magic Shahrazada, and all have like an almost entirely arbitrary delineation between when they're going to have action battles and when they're going to have turn based bat- battles. <laughs> Are you fighting a boss? Well, it's probably turn based, but we don't know. <laughs> You'll find out when you get there. Mm. That's a very strange developer. It does yeah. sound very strange. Yeah, they they did that with their fighting games too. Uh, it's like here you know can, uh, for whatever reason, would like have just two entirely different sets of models that had different moves that Thanks. you could switch between. It's like what what happened? Why? Culture Brain was weird. Go look at. I, I love any game developer that has like Brain in the name. Uh, there's also there was a publisher at one point called Electro Brain. I'm sorry, I've been thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. Culture Culture Brain is one of those weird uh, companies that started in the <laughs> Famicom era and then sort of faded into irrelevance sometime. PS1 or the PS2 era. But Wikipedia has... Oh, say what? As so many did. Yeah. Wikipedia, however, does claim that they changed their name a number of times. Interesting. Currently, most recently, to Culture Brain Excel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also, Wikipedia also claims, and I have not verified the sources that it cites because they appear to be in Japanese... Uh, that Culture Brain at some point ran a professional school called the Culture Brain Art Institute. And I just, I would go, I, huh. I would pay untold sums of money on eBay to purchase just any diploma that has the words Culture Brain Art Institute on it. Uh, yeah. Yes, would be Who wouldn't want to own that? But in any case. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think I can actually think of one with more than three. Yeah. Um, Unless we're talking like Live Alive, where just the actual different scenarios had vastly different play styles. Yeah, I mean, but they still, I think, are same... mechanically built on the same building yeah. blocks. I mean, the battles are built on the same building blocks. It's just yeah, that's what I mean. Really work goes really well. Yeah. Like the cowboy one, where it's, the entire point is to set as many traps in many different ways as possible to make sure that you have as few enemies on that one battle. Yeah, I think the ninja one like requires you to just avoid as many battles as possible. Yeah. Yeah, that one's that one's live alive is wild and feels like a saga saga cousin, but yeah, <laughs> just for being closet. weird and experimental. Uh, and yeah, we can probably cap off with this one. Uh, is it just me, or does it feel like hype surrounding new console releases dies down much faster these days? I'm old enough to remember when people were still buzzing around in the storefronts or online forums two to three months after the 360 and PS3 release. Buddy, you haven't seen my Twitter timeline where people are still furious every time Sony puts out some PS5s and they can't freaking buy one. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more just who you've surrounded yourself with. Still. Like, I, I mean, there's... It's it's both harder to avoid something and easier to fragment in the modern internet. So, like, people who don't want immediately to be buzzing about a console that just released and they can't purchase are much more at liberty to avoid talking about it. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, 
in my mind, there will never be more of a frenzy for anything than the desperation of trying to get a PS2 for essentially a year. But, I mean, at this point, the PS5 is nearly a year old and shows no end in sight of being impossible to them. So. Yeah. And I remember when the DS came out and all the Japanese stores had waiting lists that you had to sign up for. Yeah, I'm not convinced that that's even possible to eclipse. Yeah, I know. I mean, I ended up at just at, uh, flat out asking what was the least popular color, and they said black. I was like, I'll order a black. Yeah, that's the one you're most likely to be able to get. <laughs> Still took me a week, but yeah. Yeah. Any port in a storm, but yeah. That's very, very the opposite of with them. That's where black is probably the most popular color. Mm -hmm. uh, but they had like five different colors for or something like for the launch, and I think red or blue were much more popular at the time. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me, but at least among certain sections of the North American audience, like, if you want to buy a piece of technology, you want it to be the least distinguishing object in the room. Yeah. Uh, I remember reading somewhere that the reason why computer towers were so beige or gray for so long was in order to make them, that's why we heard, less menacing. Yeah, it made them, I guess, look friendlier. Or make them not necessarily friendlier, but less likely to be part of a of a uh, robot uprising apocalypse scenario. Mm -hmm. That yeah. explains the things about how, like the Commodore uh, sixty four was uh, the industrial design of that object. Yeah, it's also why the the Apple, the very colorful Apple. Um, computers were such a big thing when they first finally came out. Yeah. So color your external design for a computer. It was weird. I'm just remembering the no, I'm just remembering the original Apple logo circa the Apple one. This is mm -hmm. just mind bogglingly complicated looking. Uh, it's just like it's just really like giant uh, illustration of Isaac Newton being struck by the apple, and it's just like, oh, you guys need to calm the fuck down. They did. Yeah, they, they just meant, like, well, what if we just made it, what if we just drew an apple? That's it. That's it. That's the computer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the questions we intended to answer, unless there's something else that someone wants to bring up. Is Wheel still here? I'm here. Okay. I was trying to switch to the Outer Worlds, and that needed a patch, and then I tried switching to Minecraft Dungeons, and that had to patch. That's well, trying that's to up, That's up and running now. Yeah. We actually had JC Servant actually finally stop playing Wizardry, but we're just... It's just like... About to switch non-RPGs, not even gonna bother. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit late. Yeah. Just make sure you don't look down. Is there any other yeah. news we had to talk about? Is Did we talk about Delta Rune yet? Oh yeah, Delta Rune Chapter Two. I don't think we talked about that on air. Delta Rune Chapter Two is gonna be out by. The Time you have looked at this. Uh huh. Because it comes out on the 17th. So it will definitely have long been out by the time we open Yes. Uh, Pew in chat is asking if we have checked out Lost Ark. I'm not sure I know Love what that is. Lost Ark. I'm guessing that's not what he means. Just, just, a, just a guess. I want to see the Raiders take on the Lost Ark. What happens when a football team attempts to smash the Ark of the Covenant? It's another action RPG. Uh... Oh, on that name. Why do I feel like I know what that is? No, but let's talk about Spelunker 2. Well, Spelunk Spelunker? Yes, not Spelunky, Spelunker. God. It has a lot of MMO <laughs> aspects. 
like raids and such. Interesting, but it's not an MMO? Because I cannot get into most MMOs. I want to bring up Blunder uh, 2 because that's a, an Amicom platformer where you have a morality meter. <laughs> Is that really? If the player falls down a pit while having a high token rating, he is revived at a minimum cost. Suffering the same fate with a low token yeah. meter causes the player to descend to eternal damage and hell does Both Wikipedia. Oh, it's a Korean action RPG. That's what Lost Ark is. Uh, Unreal Engine 3. Killing undead creatures improves the player's token rating. Interesting. This is a very. This was a platformer with three character classes and a morality meter. Huh. Released in 1987. Huh. Belonger <laughs> uh. 2, Yusha and Just abs absolutely bizarre object. Uh, sequel to. Uh, beloved Kusoge Spelunker. Uh, please put that on the Switch eShop, Nintendo. And whoever owns Spelunker at this stage, I believe Square. We're gonna watch this Lost Ark trailer on stream. It's just that stretch for defense. Wait, do we want that in the podcast? We'll do it at. We'll do that after the podcast recording. We will not do it live. Yes. <laughs> Actually, we'll only do it. Um, yeah, maybe we should just end the podcast since we keep talking about it again. I'll Go end ahead, your podcast. Wait a minute. <laughs> ah, look what you've done. <laughs> okay, so Wheels just failed his set, uh, failed his skill roll for witty. <laughs> Witticism, perception, and several other things. Yes. You know, I think he might have even just managed a natural one on that. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Uh, but Gaijin, you yeah, got a plug. Hold on, I'm gonna roll an actual d20 and we're gonna see what we get, because I have them handy right here. Of course. Okay. A nine! That's okay. still probably Sorry, not a very good yeah. roll, given the, like, minus 12 you have for exhaustion. Yeah. Hello, it's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> I actually rolled a 19 for that. So you didn't oh, wow. decide to call me a complete asshole this, <laughs> instead of saying it's a pleasure to meet you. But in any case, uh, speaking so of tabletop RPGs one and of my favorite dice, stupid. That is from Futurama, right? I'm not yeah, that is Gary Gygax in yes. Anthology of Interest One. I, I love that episode. In any case, speaking of rolling dice and, and destroying friendships, let's hear about what Gaijin has. Well, hopefully not destroying friendships, because, I mean, it's all about being friends and having games. But, uh, yeah, uh, my regular Amazon Kindle series, uh, Princesses of the Pizza Parlor, available again, Kindle and Kindle Unlimited, under the name Michael Yarimizu, Y-A-R-I-M-I-Z-U. Um, again, thanks go to my wife's family for letting me use their family name. It's a very good one for Googling and things. Um, so if you enjoy tabletop games, if you enjoy just silly shenanigans, if you want to see me bend every possible rule in the book, including a few that I don't know exist until like three episodes after I write about them, it's happened a few times, um, just uh, check it out and enjoy and let me know what you think. Leave a review or some or rating or whatever. It might also be nice for the tween age girl in your life. <laughs> Well, of course. I mean, okay, yes, yeah, that is the original target audience, yes. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so give those a look, give them a rate, give them, uh, read them on Kindle Unlimited. Uh, every bit counts. Yes. Wheels. Um, you should check out my Twitch channel. They, uh, it's the only one we streamed on this week. Uh, Mostly degenerates into Apex. Yes. Uh, oh, nice. I, you, 
stream some random things. Uh, it's still uh, well overdue to play more Resident Evil 7. That will happen at some point. Uh, but we also do a uh, Neptunia show Sunday nights, followed by fighting games on my channel, which this week was Smash Brothers and uh, was pretty fun. Yes, audience participation from Pew and Hollywood, who did their best and succeeded at killing me. Also, oh, often in hilarious fashion. Also, thank you once again to dear friends of the show. Yes, thank you for the questions, especially the card game one. I always appreciate those. Uh, but yes, uh, Sunday Night Neptunias are on the Gamer Channel. And yes, usually around midnight Eastern or night Pacific. Yes, uh, I have also been playing some Destiny 2 with other friend of the show, Coffle Silk. Uh, so there will probably be uh, um, random instances of that. Uh, the last week we did tried out the new Trials of Osiris, which, uh, which was a thing. Have you tried playing something good? Yes, that's why we're playing Destiny. <laughs> I don't think you succeeded. Uh, <sighs> sorry, I have to attack you. It's uh, fine. It's fine. It's fine. I complain about Destiny 2 a lot. That's a, f it's a totally fine jab. Let, let us all contemplate approximately eight years ago when I was watching Wheels uh, happily retweet the uh, year long countdown to Destiny 1 release day. To Destiny One's release date? Was I? Yes. Was I on Twitter back then? Jesus Christ! You were, and you uh, were routinely retweeting the Cult of Destiny account, which would, uh, which was counting down by day from a year out when the game was to release. Uh, well, that one ended up being worth it. I'll take your word. I'm just, uh, I'm just remembering that one scene from Young Frankenstein now. Frankenstein. That's Frankenstein, yes. But uh, he was having a bad dream about his ancestor, and like he was fighting the ghost in his dream, and he ended up saying, uh, uh, like shouting, "Destiny, destiny, no escaping. That's for me." <laughs> yep. Just reminding me of you right now. I don't remember that. I need to watch that movie. I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah, yeah. Been a bit of a bit of a time. As for me, uh, I still have a Patreon. I'll occasionally uh, end up like it's all the content's free, but if you want to throw me some bone, throw me a bone. Uh, I'm happy for any amount. One, two, however much Patreon casts you out at. I'm terrified to know what that number is. Uh, uh, most recently, I actually from last week wrote posts about because we discussed press turns, so I wrote posts about how press turns exist to resolve a problem that exists within really old Shin Kami Tensei games. But, uh, yeah, that, that's there if you're interested. If you have uh, any... It, it's basically a blog with Pixar. If you want to read that, patreon.com slash study. Not one word, no underscores no. that it's an extremely bad name i understand that no i can't uh, yeah so that's there if you want to throw me a bomb seriously both of the other things I um but yeah uh, otherwise you can ask questions for this very podcast either by jumping into the chat usually on rp gamers but sometimes Ask Wheels. Uh, we usually stream on Wednesday nights, usually starting between 8 and 9 Pacific, 11 and midnight Eastern. Uh, otherwise, uh, you can also ask questions in the comments section, especially when Wheels doesn't post two episodes on the same day. Uh, and if Whoops. not, Wheels is working at a full two second delay. Um, but otherwise, uh, you can also post them in the Discord, like your friend Body M did, and Fireminer does. 
this, uh, you can go to the RP Gamer Discord by going to RP Gamer and clicking on the community tab. We'll get you access to this It's a lovely community. You can do things other than ask questions. You might meet people nicer than us. You probably will, at least for me. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's our show. See ya, Space Cowboys. See ya.